This is episode five of the Empower Me Parents podcast, and today's topic is rest and recovery. Welcome to the Empower Me Parents podcast, a proudly South African podcast for parents of high school students. Your child's success and all the rest is our mission. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Nicole van Rensburg. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode five. And this is also my final episode of 2023. Cannot believe we are here already. I don't know how quiet this episode is going to be. I have the whole family home and I'm going to try and edit out as much as I can. But if you hear a child squeal in the background, then you know it is family time as it is with all of us. So this has been an extraordinary year for me. Equal parts extraordinarily challenging and also extraordinarily amazing. I don't know about you, but I feel exhausted. I need this talk as much as you do, and I know your teen does. Today, we're talking about rest and recovery from this year. Whether your year was like mine or not, this is the time for us all to take at least a week to rest and recover and breathe and woosah a little bit. Now, most people, including me, would love nothing more to just sleep and sleep and sleep. But as it's the festive season, that would be very antisocial. So (laughs) sleeping is incredibly important. So I thought I'd start there today. And let's have a look at a little bit about sleep and your teenager. So as we know... The recommended amount of sleep for adults is six to eight hours at night. Most of us struggle to get even that right. And I hope that we're trying and I try to do my very best to get to bed early enough that I can get six to eight hours. But did you know that the recommended amount of sleep for teenagers and adolescents is actually eight to ten hours? And this is because they're undergoing huge physical, mental, emotional, and hormonal changes. And these are very taxing on the body, so they require enough rest to have enough energy to do it all. Now think about your teenager for a moment. How much sleep are they getting on average, do you think? How much have they been getting during this past exam season? I bet most of them have been getting less than five hours. This is, of course, a generalization, but I asked all the teenagers that I coach and about 90% of them said that before working with me, they got easily less than five hours sleep during exam season and sometimes went even a day or two without sleeping at all because of the massive and intense stress that they're feeling to perform academically at school. Now, we've discussed some ways to start helping them to reframe this pressure in our previous episode redefining success and mastery. So I won't go into it again, but please go back and listen to that episode if you haven't done so yet. Now this lack of sleep that these teenagers were telling me about was quite shocking to me. So I did some research on the effects of sleep deprivation so that I could share this with my students to help them understand how critical sleep is, not only for overall well-being and growth, but also for their academic progress. So here are some of the effects that I found that uh, were quite shocking to me. So the first few, trouble concentrating, mentally drifting off in class, shortened attention span, 
struggles with memory, poor decision-making, lack of enthusiasm, moodiness and aggression, depression, risk-taking behavior, slower physical reflexes, clumsiness, reduced sporting performance, reduced academic performance, and increased number of sick days. Now, don't those effects completely go against what we're trying to do and what we're trying to achieve at school and life? Well, based on all these recommendations for this holiday season, my recommendation is to encourage your teen to sleep, 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 and sleep a lot. Especially if they can get 8 to 10 hours of sleep a night, that would be optimal. This will really give their bodies time to recover after this crazy exam season that they no doubt went through. And of course, the hecticness of the year. Every single high school year has its own challenges and its own difficulties and its own leveling up that they need to do. And that is really exhausting, as you know with your life as well. Every year has something new. So we'll go into more depth on sleep and discussing some strategies to improve your sleep and develop better sleep routines. We'll do all of that in the next episode, beginning of next year. But this was just a couple of things that I thought I'd point out. Get them to sleep, allow them to sleep, be happy if they sleep. That is really, really great. So some teens I know, some of you are saying to me, that's all that they do is sleep. And some of them then oversleep, which is also a thing, sleeping too much. So that is why I've looked at the next section of things, ways that you can rest and recover that are not sleep, but that also refresh your body and your mind. So let's look at some of these strategies. The first lot of alternative sleep alternative activities are grouped together under the category of outside activities. Now, I don't know about your teen, but many teenagers are creatures of indoors and creatures of the night and spend most of their time in their rooms or in front of the TV or gaming or at their friends' houses inside. So it's going to take some enticing, but spending time outside in nature is also one of the best things to calm stress and anxiety and improve your mental health. Here are some strategies that I love to do with my kids and sometimes by myself that I've discussed with my teens that I coach and they all seem quite keen and some have even started doing some of these in their free time over weekends and during holidays. So the first one that I absolutely love to do is going for a walk or a hike in a beautiful, safe, outdoor place. Now, depending on where you live in South Africa, there are gorgeous places to go hiking and walking. Just do a little Google search, check the reviews that everyone talks about the place and make sure that it's safe and family friendly. And that would be amazing. And even encouraging your teen to go for a walk with a friend is a really great way to get them outside and in nature. And while they're on the walk, they can also look at bird watching, animal watching. The beautiful and amazing sound of birds is also researched to be very soothing for the body. So something else that we love to do, this is Africa, it's hot over Christmas, is swimming. Obviously, if your child can swim, we go swimming. So whether you need to go to a public pool or whether you need to go to a friend's house or whether you have a gorgeous pool, spend some time in the water. That is so soothing for your body. And it doesn't have to be hectic, doesn't have to be playing, just sitting in the water 
cooling down is incredibly relaxing. The next option that people forget about is going for a picnic. Now, the picnic can be in a park or a botanical garden, which is gorgeous, but sometimes just having a picnic in your garden if you have one. Stunning. You'll hear birds, you'll hear some traffic sometimes, depending on where you live, but even that is soothing. So picnic in your garden or go outside and read a book under a tree on a blanket. Lovely, lovely, lovely for relaxing. So if any of those activities are a little bit too hectic to organize or where you live, it's not safe to get that going, even just 10 minutes with your feet on the grass in bright sunlight is going to be so amazing for you and your child. Um, having your feet grounded on the floor without getting too esoteric and strange is really, really good. And the bright sunlight, of course, boosts vitamin D, which we all, a lot of us are very deficient in because we're inside so much. So vitamin D is one of the vitamins that boosts the happy hormones that make us feel better. So get outside in the bright sunlight. It doesn't have to be directly on you and roasting and toasting, but some sunlight close to you is really excellent for improving your well-being. Some other options that are also fabulous, depending on your child's abilities, of course, is playing sport with friends. Allow them to get together and kick around a soccer ball or play some rugby or play some tennis. Get them outside and moving. It's going to be so great for them. Going to a sporting match, that's really fun. The atmosphere, the excitement, the energy that is shared by everyone in the, in the crowd is a really fabulous way to unwind and get outside in a different way. Something that I do love to do as well, if it is available to you where you live, is going to the zoo. Don't discount the zoo. Animals are gorgeous no matter what age you're at. And taking your, your child and going on an outing to the zoos. And a lot of the zoos in South Africa have now incorporated hiring of golf carts, which makes it fabulous, of course. So you hire the golf cart for an hour or two and you drive around the zoo and you stop and you look. It's really such a wonderful outdoor activity see the beautiful animals and just bond a bit together as a family. So that was my outdoor activities. I'm sure there are a lot more and uh, we'll tie into outdoor a bit more with some adventure activities. Now, now, but first of all, I'd look, like to look at those arty or even if they're not arty, we're looking at some creative activities for this festive season. I absolutely love indulging in creative activities over the festive season and any holiday. I find it so good for me and my daughter loves it and my son loves it. So here are some options for creative activities and it doesn't have to be something you're good at. So drawing, pencil drawing, cokey drawing, any type of drawing is really, really fun painting and if you're not good at painting nothing like paint by numbers paint by numbers is not only for kids there are some absolutely stunning paint by numbers paintings that you can buy and take a lot or in the art stores gorgeous I did one in COVID year and it just it really helped me a lot it was this beautiful lion with multiple colors so lots of fun sculpting and pottery can be explored there's a lot of places where you can go for a pottery class or a sculpting class I absolutely love doing cooking or baking over the festive season. I love to bake cookies with my kids. And I found that everybody just loves, of course, eating them. But making them is a really fun process as well. So baking of any kind, cookies and cakes 
any sweet treats, lots of fun, really relaxing, especially if you play some music while you do that. Then you could look at maybe going to a clay cafe. If there's one close to you, clay cafe is a fabulous place. Still haven't been there, but here it's fabulous. And you get these pottery items, whether it's a bowl or a cup that you can then paint with friends and then they bake it and seal it for you and you get this beautiful item afterwards, which I hear is stunning and is, of course, on my to-do list for this December. So if all of these creative activities seem absolutely impossible to you, some ways to get yourself into it and to explore it is to look at some courses and some basic beginner courses on Skillshare or Udemy and even copying creative activities that are done on YouTube. A lot of it doesn't require a lot of expensive equipment and tools, just a few basic items and you can create something stunning. And it doesn't matter that you're copying something that already exists. It's the act of creating that makes it so amazing. So that's some creative activities to explore. I know myself, every holiday I give myself a creative challenge of some sort. This one this year for me is mastering watercolors. Had no idea how to do it. Really learning and absolutely loving it. You can buy a super cheap watercolor painting kit or even painting palettes at any store that sells stationery. So yeah, that's creative activities. Next up, as I said, we're going to look at adventure activities. There's nothing like getting adrenaline going, but the good kind. Um, not the kind induced by stress of work or stress of school. Um, some activities that are really, really fun include acrobranch. There's quite a few acrobranch places across South Africa. Canopy tours, absolutely stunning. I did one in the Drakensberg, which was amazing. Quad biking, river rafting, abseiling, any of these things, even if you've never done it before, is such fun. And of course, it's bonding for you and your, your child or you and your child's friend. I, I mean, your child <laughs> and their friend, or you can be involved. It will be fun nonetheless to get outdoors and try some really fun adventure activities. So next up, we're looking at social and community. So teens with positive social connections are not only happier, but also physically healthier. Socially active teens are healthier in key areas such as weight, blood pressure, and stress hormone levels. So allowing them to see their friends in person, preferably, or even video calls is really important. A lot of the teens socialize and they find their social connections through gaming. The modern gaming is very socially orientated and that is how they connect with each other. So I know within limits, we do need to look at limiting screen time or limiting getting into those games for too long because I know how addictive they can be or how absorbing they can be and, and one cannot sleep because you want to play your game so much. And I understand that, but Remember that a lot of the gaming is the way that our teens connect with each other and share social community experiences is through gaming and seeing them and hanging out. And if you're worried about your teen's friends, invite them to your house. And I know that that's challenging and you might not like them, but at least you know what's happening. At least you know what they're doing um, when they're together. 
and you can get to know them and start to understand why your teen wants to be friends with this particular child or these particular children. So being aware of where they are and what they're doing is much easier if they're allowed to come to your house and give them the freedom to socialize with their friends. Super important. Of course, there's a whole bunch of rules and regulations that you can put into place, you know, with what they can do and where they can go. But make sure that you do allow them to socialize. Do not isolate your teen from their friends. Not a great idea because then they're going to find a way to connect with their friends that might not be the way that you want them to. And that's where trouble possibly happens. So as we were talking about gaming, super fun, love gaming, really, really fun. But digital detox is often needed this time of year. We spend so much time on our devices. I do, you do, and they do. And sometimes they spend more than is recommended. So as a family deciding on parts of the day to digitally detox or put away all devices, including the TV, is a really great way of refreshing the mind. I don't know about you. I sometimes feel a little bit frantic when my phone is away from me, which is quite scary, and I'm very aware of it, and I am definitely working on releasing my devices away from me. The world will not end if I am not on WhatsApp. And showing your children that that is the truth for you as well, incredibly good. So that's something to try. So each family member could also look at creating a list of things that they want to do. This is what I do with my kids every holiday. So fun. Every child and every adult gets a list of four to five things that they would like to do this holiday. So some of it is by themselves, some of it's with the family or some of it's with a friend, but we do try to get to every activity as much as we can that doesn't cost thousands because there's always those. We try to get to those so that everybody has done something in the holiday that they've really wanted to do. And that could be as easy as baking cookies with mom or going to visit a friend in wherever. There's many, many options that my kids have come up with. Some of them really interesting and some of them completely doable, like going to the movies as a family or doing movie night as a family and making huge bowls of popcorn and sleeping in the lounge. There are so many amazing things. So looking at that as an option for the holidays is also amazing. Just heard some thunder. Oh my goodness, we're getting some rain. (laughs) I don't know if I'll be able to edit it out, but there we go. Some thunder in the background. So next and finally that I want to encourage you is to connect with your teen and your family in conversation this holiday. We so often are so busy during the year that we live past each other. We see each other every day, yet we don't take the time to find out how they are and what is going on, or sometimes we do, but it's shallow and it's not intentional. Life is busy, life is hectic, life is stressful, but this is the perfect time to sit around the table or sit around a board game or sit around a card game and just connect and chat and find out about each other's experiences of the year, highlights, lowlights, all of it. And even looking ahead, what are the hopes and the dreams and the excitements for the new year? What are things that you're nervous about? Sharing all of that is really, really good to bring you each other closer. And this is what this season is about. And connection 
and community and family is one of the most refreshing things you can do in this holiday. So I wish you all the most magical and beautiful festive season, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, it is still a wonderful time. And I wish you all a beautiful time together of rest and relaxation. And I look forward to the new year full of new adventures, full of new challenges, full of new excitements and new topics for the podcast. So thank you so much for checking in. Thank you so much for spending the time. I look forward to seeing you in 2024. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to take things to a new level in your or your child's life, visit empowermecoachingsa.co.za and sign up for one of our personalized coaching programs. Let's do this. See you next time.